Don't forget, if you'd like to support FilmSack, there's a great way to do it. Head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants and consider giving today. If you like shows like this, you'll like helping us out. That's at patreon.com slash frogpants. No, I'm tired. Fiedler, is this line secure? Yes, it is, sir. Go ahead. Zavitz is speaking to a Lenny Bloom, a former anti-war activist. He publishes a variety of left-wing newsletters on various political subjects. He's taking the tape now to Bloom's offices. Over. Put a tap on Bloom. Hello. Uh. <laughs> this is Filmsack. <laughs> Oh, sure. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 338. I'm Scott Johnson. We are vine- vining. We are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all <laughs> can't, mankind. Can't even get can't the word mine out. Anymore. Can't vine. The vine's over. They quit. Uh, and uh, I'm not doing it alone, though. Joining me this afternoon mm-hmm. is Brian. Now, this is a story all about how his life got flipped, turned upside down, done away. <laughs> oh, hi. hi. And welcome to my cage of 90s era tech gear. Right. Or as I like to call it, the jar. That's right. The jar. Why do I call it the jar? Because it protects me from being bugged? No. However, a jar doesn't actually do that. Now, does it? No, it doesn't. No, I call it the jar because sometimes I pee in it. <laughs> oh, don't sit there. Or there. And don't turn on that monitor. There may be porn. I forget. I'm old. Yeah, I'm a dirty old man in a jar. Would you like to see naked pictures of Lisa Bonet? Oh, in that case, do you have any? Dirty old man in a jar. man o jar jar man Oh, man. Jar. Second Lisa Bonet movie in the history of film sack, by the way. Right. You got dad right. jokes. I got grandpa jokes. That's right. Second one where she dies in the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> two, two right in a row. Also, simulated sex. also <laughs> with us, Randy Sweet El Camino, bro, Jordan. Oh, aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. Did I ever good. tell you boys about the time I operated a small surveillance company? Nope. Mm-mm. True story. At Tenacious Defense, we sold complete <laughs> surveillance packages for the discriminating surveiller, no questions asked. And we were successful. Because we followed the three rules of buggery. Number one, (laughs) always deploy multitudes of buggery. Dozens of devices on one subject was our motto. Number two, yes, I know buggery doesn't mean that. Number three, (laughs) whether you're in mixed company or in life or death situations, always stop to watch some people having sex if you can. (laughs) Quite frankly... It's what you got into this business for. Who, mama? Look at that lingerie. <laughs> best, best part of your whole thing was uh, the beginning and the name, the, the tenacious defense name. That's fantastic. That was good. I was actually expecting you to go for the Aloha Shirt Company. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. I love you immediately when I heard that. That was a brief moment, but an awesome one. Well done. Also mm-hmm. with us, Brian, shotgun at a helicopter makes sense, Ibit. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'd like to uh, book a room for tonight, please. Yeah, here's my credit card. Well, declined? 
No, that's not possible. It's a brand new car. Try it again. Declined? No, no, no. All right, here. Try this one. That one's declined too? Fine. I'll just get some cash out of my my briefcase. It's been stolen. I looked up at you and gave you my card, and then I looked back down at my briefcase, and then I looked back up at... You're gone. The desk clerk. Somebody stole the desk clerk. Hello? Help. Somebody just stole your desk clerk. Is there somebody behind me playing a joke? What the... The hotel's gone now. Damn it, Voight. You're good. Yeah, John Voight is good. He only spent a minute in that snake belly. He was fine. Came out, winked at you. <laughs> Just a little wink. Yeah, he mm-hmm. didn't. He uh, he looked a little rough in this. Looked like a fish to me. I couldn't get over that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you think John Voight looks like, like a, a fish? Skipper? Yeah, like a mud skipper. <laughs> yeah, like the kind in the like the like the SpongeBob show fish. Yes, yeah. that's exactly. He was, what a, I was, he was a big old muck fish. Yeah. yeah. That's what he looks like. I don't know what the deal is, but anyway. Uh, man, star-studded cast in the film Enemy of the State, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, I didn't expect to see so many freaking people, and like three or four of them aren't even credited. Not even credited. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is before same. they hit the big time. I guess so. I mean, this was the same year. What was Private Ryan? 98, 96? I don't remember. Right around that time, absolutely. All right, so you had Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. He, he was credit, credited, but you also had Sizemore, who was not yeah. credited yeah. in this. Right. and. How is uh, Sizemore not credited? I mean, it's like, how are you not? He's like a okay, major actor. I, Even if he was nobody, yeah. he should get credited. But we got to agree. This is before some of them hit the mid time, not the yeah. big time. I mean, sure. <laughs> these like, are a bunch of people that you happen to know from one thing or another. Yeah. But it's not like any of them are a big deal. Yeah. Are you talking about it, Anna Gunn? Anna Gunn, sure. She, she, was, she had huge things in her future she didn't even know about. Uh-huh. That's right. Like, she was she was going to break out of this role into into a situation where she was married to a person with a dark uh, secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that people like Scott Kahn and Busey Jr. only ever play the same thing ever. Yeah, and they're not big time. But Jason Lee had done a bunch of the Kevin Smith stuff, and he'd been around mm-hmm. by now. Gabriel Byrne, who was mm-hmm. there for like five hot seconds. Yeah, uh, that, I think he might be my chick in the bucket. I oh, don't know. Totally. Did he work for the NSA? I have no idea. All I knew, all I knew, is he shows up in the bathroom, talks a bunch of shit, gets in a car, and says, "Blip, he's done." Prize a shoe open, finds a bug. Yeah, like who does he? Who? What was his? I loved his, his cameo though. That was. Oh, that I was, loved it too. I that was a really great cameo. I like yeah. him no matter what. But what was he doing? What was his? I don't. Well, understand. he was. He was not being the real Brill. No, right, but sure. Right. But who was but he? Was, was yeah. he a shy, just a con man who just happened to be in the right place? The right well, time? he was absolutely part of the NSA. I, 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 I mean, don't know. This, part of the, this yeah, movie the deal, doesn't right? have a lot of coherence. Like, mm. it's got this one main thread of a of a plot, right? Yeah. And then, sort of everything else coming in and out of it doesn't make much sense, and it doesn't care. Yeah. You know, and mm. I don't really care either. I had so much darn fun with this movie, just like I did back in the day. Tony Scott. Always brings the entertainment. Yeah, it's a, his movies are never boring. I don't think. I think they're always exciting, even even the lesser ones. And I don't. I wouldn't call this a lesser one. I had a really good time with it. Um, and it's been. I saw it in theaters, and then this is my first time since then. And it seemed a lot more serious in theaters. And now it, there was a lot more goofy in this than I remember. There's like some kind of sort of Bruckheimer. I mean, Bruckheimer stuff's always like this, but is like The Rock mixed with like I don't know the 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 firm. Um, Armageddon. Very much the firm. firm. Yeah, the firm was the first one I thought of uh, just because it's one dude running from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that same soundtrack. <laughs> like, that's just always in these right. movies. Uh, right. Hans Zimmer was supposed to score the thing, had some other guys step in and just do Hans Zimmer like, which sounded right. just like Hans Zimmer of the time. And 
may as well all have been the same. I mean, hell, they had Gene Hackman holding a cat 90% of this thing, which was just like Gene Hackman and uh, Crimson Tide holding the cat most of the how, time. And how much better does the movie get every time Gene Hackman is on screen? Every time. Like, this, could be, so, yeah. this could be a throwaway con air armageddon blah 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 seen a million times kind of thing but boy anytime gene hackman's on screen it's like wow this feels like the freaking french connection yeah. or you know it's it's he's all of everything. a sudden just elevate yeah he's everything yeah. in this movie for me i mean he, there's other yeah. moments of of okay will smithness and that sort of stuff yeah but yeah. he he elevates every scene he's in the last 20 minutes are the best thing in the movie because it's they're getting along now uh, Hackman's no longer just a weird shadowy figure. They're 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 working together. You've seen the jar. You right. got you got shit to do, and they're doing it. And it's really fun to watch. It's kind of a weird I, Inspector Gadget kind of James well, Bond kind of thing at the end. I love it. I, I think <laughs> That's a weird. I think, you're, I think you're guaranteed. <laughs> I think you're guaranteed to overrate uh, performances by people like Gene Hackman and Will Smith and John Voight because. The parts of the film that aren't these people doing acting are ridiculously bad. Yeah. Like, you're so blown away that they tried to convince you that you can take a still photo and rotate nah. the camera's perspective. <laughs> that you're like, right. okay, this movie was made by blithering morons. Oh, look, Gene Hackman's talking. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like 98 is your is is just about the last time you could kind of get away with this stuff without people making fun of you uh, mer mercilessly because it's right. just real bad like i i put in a number of these the kids playing the play even simple stuff they're playing the playstation one version of jet moto well there was only one version it was playstation one and yeah. it had the wrong sound effects okay yep. yeah, i don't understand the problem there and then another thing that really bugged me was what randy mentioned with the rotating camera Bug me even more. You can't put a PCMCIA card in an NEC uh, Turbo Express. <laughs> you can't. It's a it's a portable video game device that does right. not have a PCI well, or PCMCIA it, slot in it. It's not like it worked. You know, he jammed it in there. He probably broke the pins on the the, uh, on the, uh, yeah. the Game Boy or not Game Boy, but the, yeah, right. Also, very um, unrealistic that any kid ever had a Turbo Express. Those things were really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> <laughs> no one would even find one of those on eBay. Yeah, Probably pretty rare. The uh, the thing that I had the problem with was the uh, the satellites in space. Anytime they like, all right, get a fix on this, and they'd show the satellite going, oh okay, in position. They don't work like that. No, no, they don't. Shoot a satellite over so it can. Yeah, right. I love that. I love that. that you kind of just did drones. A, you kind of, they're not. You sort of just did the voice crazy, of what the of what the satellite would say, which is okay. Hold on. Hold it. Hang on a second. Like that is just there were a, ugh, bad. Technology. There were a bunch of technical consultants on this film, and all but one of them were rubbish. The one guy came who came along and consulted on how you can bug people for sound was like, listen to me, mother effers. If you're going to have a movie where people are walking around with long range microphones, you better get it right. Yeah. And mm, they, yeah, did. Yeah. they did. They, they were like, right. it was so weird because they were like video. eh, we'll do whatever we want. Audio. If you, if man, if there's a bush in the way, you're hosed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. No bushes. No that bushes. Whole setup was crazy. Anyway, it's like you had to be in the exact position and they kind of knew where he was going, but they didn't know exactly exactly where he was going to be that that scene kind of oh fell apart one other me. chick in the bucket for me is seth green disappeared at the end where'd he go yeah yeah, yeah. well right. well he was well, the he was at the table at the very yeah, very he end ends right? up getting he ends up no, getting no 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 that was another no. dude 
Yeah, no, that was Jack Black, guy, wasn't right? it? And the other guy, Jack played... Black, and then another guy who was who was one of the guys there. Oh, that was Jamie yeah. Kennedy that was with him, right? Oh, that's right, Jamie right. Kennedy. Jamie that's right. Kennedy. All yeah, the comedians yeah. that were the in this thing. What's the difference between yeah. Jamie Kennedy and Seth Green? <laughs> <Yeah. Brady, really? laughs> well, a pair of career now. Yeah, career is the difference. Yeah. I spent this entire I spent this entire movie not realizing there was a difference. I I thought that was one guy. Honestly. Um, no, I wondered. I mean, like Seth Green. Really Seth Green had much brighter red hair, and I wondered if they did that to to kind of separate them. Because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Randy this. They were they were in dark spaces a lot, and it was hard to tell. Like they are just skinny faced looking, uh, you know, '90s dudes. Uh, who you tell? Okay, you tell. Seth Green has hair like the Heatmeister from the Year Without nice. Santa Claus. Nice. Okay, at the end nice. of the film, Jack Black is sitting next to one of those two people. And that guy says, I thought we were on a training mission. That was, yeah, Jamie, was, not that was, Seth that was Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's really no difference between did you us. Watch, did you even watch MTV in the 90s? <laughs> no. Of course not. <laughs> well, I mean... Right, nobody did. That was a trick question. So Seth Green, Seth Green was doing and still does a lot of screen things, but you know, Seth Green's found all sorts of stuff on, on the outside, Great like about writing us. and producing yeah. and his animated thing on uh, Adult Swim about is chicken. still popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you know he's got he's got a real career. Uh, Jamie Kennedy, yeah, I haven't heard from in years. What's going on with Robot Jamie Chicken Kennedy? Is doing commercials for. Um, uh, they did one or two of those commercials with uh, Flo, the insurance lady. Was that Progressive? Oh, right. oh, can, they like, did. It's, yeah, and it's and it's you know it's a robot chicken style commercial with mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. action figure versions of all those characters, and uh. it's really funny. It's like oh you see that? And it's, oh well, it's instantly recognizable as the robot chicken guys. It's like. Uh, like seeing Bill Bill Plimpton uh, commercials in the uh, in the eighties. Uh, oh man! Speaking no. speaking of of uh, commercials, you're saying, are we only getting the funner California commercials in SoCal? <laughs> I don't know. Are you? <laughs> uh, uh, n- nobody? Anybody? Funner okay. California? Funner California? Never funner. heard of that. No. no. Okay. More fun so, than <laughs> uh, north of San Diego, a uh, a Native American tribe, the Rincon tribe. Yeah. have a uh, uh, casino yeah, and they have this little tiny like parcel of land that the casino's on and they've got a hotel and everything. They renamed their town Funner. F-U-N-N-E-R. Oh, really? Sure. <laughs> they, asked, sure. they asked David Hasselhoff to be the mayor <laughs> of Funner, California. He accepted. Of course he did. And they're running ads trying to get you to come down to their casino and, and hang out in Funner, California. It do used they, to be just like called Harrah's. Or do something. they do they feature him as the spokesman yes. in the commercials? Okay. Yes, he's right. featured in the commercials. The commercials are ridiculous. I don't know if you've noticed, but all commercials right now are going through a ridiculous phase. Yeah, they're uh, pretty bad. This, these are particularly ridiculous. I, I wonder if they're even on YouTube now. But I figured maybe they were uh, more widespread than than they are. No, Never I have mind. no idea. No, like well. I'm trying to think. We just have fun commercials around here. I'm not looking funner forward to fun, funner. Fun, yeah. but not funner. Yeah. Right. Not <laughs> funner. funner is exciting. I can't wait for more uh, funner. Anyway, hey, this uh, thing, Enemy of the State here, directed by Tony Scott, written by David Marconi. Uh, Marconi! It's got your Will Smith, Gene Hackman, John Voight, and a billion other people. Uh, Scott Kahn, and we mentioned some of the comedians that are in this. Jack Black you looking see. like a little baby-faced little boy in this thing. Yeah. Is, uh, by the way, uh, Randy, you said Busey Jr. Isn't that isn't he uh, Busey's little brother, Gary Busey's brother? No, Jake Busey. He's, he's really uh, Jake, Jake yes. is his son. Okay. Yeah, Jake yes. is yeah. his kid. He has to be, right? Yeah, no, he totally is. He's his son. 
<clears throat> I've heard I've heard those two. His little brother. He is the son, of actor, the son Gary of actor Gary Busey. Busey. Yeah. And this okay. week's right. this week's what are you thinking with the IMDb photo? <laughs> Gary yeah, Busey's yeah. Jake Busey's face is not right. the greatest face to look at. <laughs> so his publicist decided, ah, eh, we'll just put half of it. Not even, not even half. Not even half. Like, like you don't even see the nose. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, almost, yeah, it's almost that. just a picture of his ear. Now hold on. Is it is that any worse than uh, Jason <laughs> Lee's though? Well, uh, no, we've, oh, already, no. we've already called Jason Lee one time. We gotta, we gotta yeah. give him a break, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jason look. Lee's is ridiculous. What is going at, on at there? At least Jason Lee's look looks like he was posing for like promotion for a play that he's in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he uh, looks like he's, he looks Black like a nineteen. Look, he's got on his. He looks like a dad in nineteen fifty nine that's about to load up the car and drive to uh, Yellowstone or something. That's what that photo looks like. Wood paneling in the background. Like I'm sure it's from something. It has to be from Jack something. Jack Black's Jack Black's IMDb photo tells you everything you need to know yeah. about Jack Black. It I does. think that that's like right. that's like a business card right there. <laughs> yeah. And, but I'm saying, like, it may, usually you would think the actor was also involved in this decision. What picture are we going to put on IMDb? Right. And Jake Busey was like. Had one eye closed. He was hung over or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. And yeah. finally, we, we must look at Jamie Kennedy's photo, which has absolutely zero to do with him. He's like in some kind of Rough Rider. Uh, he's got some kind of jacket on there, and his... it's it's from uh, it's from a movie he was in. It's, it's got to be from a movie. Son, yeah. Son of Mask. No, 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 no. no. Um, oh, I forgot he was in that. Oh, you no. forgot it even existed. That movie's mm-hmm. so. Sh- oh, right. that movie's he's, he's filming Tremor Six. He will be one of the Tremor <laughs> monsters. He will be one. He'll be playing a graboid. Graboid two. I mean, uh, listen. If all of his work was a, is, is was like Enemy of the State, I think he probably would have done more. He got just too loopy. Like it, this stuff's fine. He's fine in this. He looks like well, a I think, young. I think his career snarky went, dude. You know, I, th- I think his career went exactly where it should have. I think he is right. You point. think he's right where he ought to be? I think he's right where he ought to be. He's, he's, yeah. he's uh, not above funny. or below. He is right in his slot. Well, what Good do you job. guys think? I mean, it's it's tropey as hell, but here's here. What do you guys think about this idea that the NSA is basically one old guy in a who never wears anything but a suit and an overcoat and looks oh. like a fish, and then there's five, six other guys that are all just like, college sophomore looking pizza eating pot <laughs> mm-hmm, smokers mm-hmm. <laughs> who will do anything he says like they're they're yeah. plaid wearing grunge they looking are, yeah they are way way out into breaking every possible law you know like right, right. the constitution it it's not just it doesn't apply to this group of people it's like they're trying to do the opposite of what the constitution <laughs> yeah says like whatever the constitution says you do whatever the opposite of that is and then they got the you know three or four sort of reject uh, jarheads from, you know, from the army or whatever with Barry Pepper and uh, Scott Kahn and what's his name. And, and they're all just rejects too. It's like this weird, the NSA supposed to be the smartest surveillance uh, organization in the history of everything. And it's run by, I mean, essentially just teenagers. Like it's just weird mm-hmm. that that whole right. idea, yeah. and it you know, and in real me. life, the 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 NSA director from that time didn't he go to say how much this movie destroyed the NSA's reputation? Well, they refused to work with them. That was one thing. Uh, right. It says in the trivia. I don't know, but I don't know that it just. I mean, how could how could anybody look at this and see it as realistic? Like you just see this right. and go, what? There's five. it may not be realistic, but it's scary as crap because it's it is. It's insane, but it's plausible. It right? was scary in a 1998 kind of way. I don't right. know that it's so scary in a 2017 context. I think now it seems a little silly. I mean, like it seems very silly to me. Not that they, not that any of this couldn't happen. Surely, you know, we're in the midst of it. 
Like this, mm-hmm. this is a, but it just feels like a cartoon version of that. Like this, this movie was predictive to me. I didn't, I didn't realize how much our society was aware of, you know, terrorist bombings as, as we became after nine 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was what, three years before. But that's kind of the problem with the, the film is that it just, it plays so fast and loose that you can't take it seriously. Like these G men running around a city shooting at people and so on. Like the local cops would clamp down really mm-hmm. quickly on that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they don't do it in real life. Ever, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. C- covert operations inside the United States happen in the middle of the night, and they involve one guy. The cop, like, the cops <laughs> were nowhere except for fake cop uh, Gene Hackman, Hackman for a hot minute, yeah. and then right. and then real cops at the very end. They're like, "Well, guess we're gonna go to the yeah. Italian shootout." Here we are. That is which, such a trope. Which didn't make sense because the FBI. Would they have called in regular cops, or would they have said, "No, bring in the FBI guys that we have stationed nearby"? They were the worst. Right, they right. just sat in their room and couldn't decide. <laughs> oh, hey, dude, look at this. What were they doing the rest of the they time? Were, like, they were the they were the watchers. They were the watchers of no, this particular I know, but, movie, and it was. But they shouldn't have. To, the guy shouldn't have to say, "Oh, hey, Mac, look at this. What's going on now?" Like, no, Mac right. should be watching yeah. with you. <laughs> you know what? There are kinds of chicks in the bucket too. This movie's full of chicks in the bucket, and it's uh, it's ironic or How appropriate. Or that it's appropriate. Will Smith, right? Yeah, because Will Smith. That was his movie. Where it or. Uh, originated right. right an actual will, girl in a bucket who went it was actually will smith's chick in the bucket <laughs> and, and can we can we talk about will smith for a moment sure i i think he makes a, a perfectly fine running from the man uh figure like i i think he's okay but he just did it didn't feel like a will smith movie to me ever really you know like i had all of these expectations going into this like wow yeah tony scott is directing and will smith is leading and i'm thinking of films like you know, Wild Wild West and uh, you know, just like whatever. And actually, the character didn't feel like it was written for Will Smith. Mm. Uh, he, he does fine. Like I say, he's fine at the, the whole I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to keep running from the man kind of thing. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe the films that have come after it kind of tainted it, but it never felt like a Will Smith movie. To well, me, it was all. written for, it was written for and accepted by Tom Cruise. He dropped out because, uh, what's his name offered to put him in that, uh, weird shit movie where they all sat around with masks and naked people. Yeah. 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 Oh uh, yeah. Eyes wide shut. Hey, eyes wide if, shut. You got a, if you got a movie about a running man, yeah. you better go to Tom. Cruise I know first. he would have been perfect. <laughs> right. He would have been running like crazy, but, yeah, he, but if you picture that, that screaming noise too, that it was like, <laughs> But if you do that, if you picture him in this role, it's easy to see. Like that's this is a this is a straight up. It's almost like it was last minute because it does feel like Will Smith was just sliding into his shoes. I think comparisons would have been horrible though to things like The Firm. This would have been just a firm ripoff because he was a lawyer yes. and yeah, you know. it felt very much like and, it. and the whole Gene Hackman thing. Yeah, and plus uh, wasn't somebody um, wasn't. Um, Oh, you know what I'm thinking of Philadelphia. Um, well, uh, Sean Connery, they say in the trivia, was considered for the Gene Hackman role, and that's another one that that I could see somebody writing in there because it kind of would make sense. Like you could see Connery as the the tech guy. Take off yeah, your belt. Yeah, yeah. we'd we'll be, we'll be going uh, the Rock too. Take Come off on, your, uh, your shoes. Yeah, your shoes. Yeah, no, totally. That in fact, it's weird. I mean, like we mm-hmm. keep talking about Hackman uh, invigorating every scene he's in. 
Uh, I don't think I would have liked it if it was Connery because we've got this from Connery in like four places, uh, four other movies that are, yeah. they're, are just like that. Like, oh, he's the old man now, dog, and he's just the, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the old man now, <laughs> and he's you know the smart one or the one that's going to get you out of trouble. I mean, this movie, R- Randy said this on our Slack, and I totally agree. It's like The Rock and Armageddon and like John Grisham novels and all this mm-hmm. stuff just smacked into each other and and fell apart and got their peanut butter and their chocolate kind of, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I- and brought us the the word the word slur eggplant. We never we never heard that before. Not uh, this in movie? not in our not a film sack. No, not oh. a, not us not us in the in the mainstream. Apparently, this well, is a slur that uh, no no no. Exists, if you've seen the right? movie True Romance, yeah yeah the, uh, the uh, uh, Tony Scott film True Romance. But did did we know oh, what it, it meant Scott? though? Yeah, yeah, Tony Scott directed True Romance. I didn't. Oh, I have I not know. seen True Romance, so this is the first time I'd heard it. No oh idea. yeah, it's uh, Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper having a really like a fantastic scene. The best, probably the best scene in the film. And uh, um, Christopher Walken explains how how because Dennis Hopper came from the northern part of Tuscany or whatever, mm. that uh, he's an eggplant. Oh right, you know, right. You know what that makes you? That makes, you, makes an you an eggplant. So hold on, is that yeah. is, is that uh, so Tony? Why do I think? Tar- oh, Tarantino wrote that. He wrote it. Yeah, oh, that's that's right. why I always I still consider it a Tarantino film, even though it's not directed by Tarantino. Because it feels very Tarantino. Are there feet in it? Are there nasty feet? There are naked feet in it. Every every actor had feet in that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, enemy of uh, the eggplant scene is the farthest the enemy of the state is willing to go to acknowledge the race of certain characters, and and it's kind of it's kind of interesting that way. I'm glad it's not a, it wasn't a Tom Cruise film. Because if it if it had been his wife probably would have been played by a white woman and and his girlfriend probably would have been played by a white woman and yeah. the film the film really benefits from this like normalizing of Will Smith and Regina King and I Lisa Bonet. I love. Great. By the way, I freaking love Regina King in Incredible. everything. She's most recently in the Leftovers uh, series, which I love. Yeah, she's awesome. Something about she's her. Every time I see her, yeah. Every time I see her, I go, "Oh man, that's awesome." She's in whatever it is I'm watching because she makes stuff better too. She's mm-hmm. great. There's something about the great. It's just just the angry at the. Oh, she was so good at that. Yeah, when she, she's she, mad and she was she's ticked yeah. at you. There's a Oh, you just want to hug her, dude. She's the best. <laughs> I don't know what that, it is about her, but I like her a lot. Having said what I just said, the film cannot figure out what is going on between Will Smith and Lisa Bonet. Mm. It it alludes to something, mm. and it never really clarifies it. So you're just like, uh, why why were those huge deposits made? Uh, we don't know. Who cares? It it was, you know, just kill her. It was. It established that. From our perspective, it established that Will Smith's character was a very honest character. Mm. If he said something, it was true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's what I think we were supposed to get out of that that conflict relationship. It was something to give our hero uh, you know, uh, Achilles heel, but it also proved that he was very honorable even in in the in the face of of great corruption. I thought maybe it was to make a bunch of eighties, nineties sitcom lovers dream come true. <laughs> By having those two get together, because that's a little bit of a combo, you know, like that, yeah. you know, the Fresh Prince and one of the Cosby kids getting it on. Right. right. Finally. Uh, so I got a question about a couple of these things. Well, first of all, I wrote this down. I don't. It was midnight when I watched this last night, so I was tired. I couldn't think that, straight. And my that's first the line. Right time to watch Enemy of the State. My first line is, "Why isn't Sizemore credited in here? He's a fatty." Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> He's so large. How could you not credit him? And, and he was horrible. And, can I? Can yeah. I just? Can I uh, own that he was horrible? I, I mean, liked him. Just, I liked him. I think you got to. You got to make yeah, your of argument you here. Did. Yeah. But he was horrible. Well, what do you mean horrible? The character was horrible, or the acting was horrible? Just no, just him. Him in sitting in this chair next to a kitchen. It was just horrible. Like the whole time, you're just like thinking, "What? What? Why? How? Who? What's he saying? Who cares?" I like, like just, him. He's great. Just, I think that he was probably at the height of his drug problem here as well. So you're getting a piece yeah. of that, and it's just I don't know. All sweaty. So that wasn't uh, makeup sweat. That no, was, no. Like, like, size more sweat. Yeah, that was I need a fix or I'm going to lose it sweat. <laughs> you know, they probably filmed every scene with him. They probably see, filmed that whole thing. He was probably on set for a total of maybe one day because he was always in that chair. Yeah. I don't know. It probably took days and days and days to shoot the freaking Mexican standoff. That that. It was the most elongated, unnecessary flashing of lights nonsense we've seen in a long time. It was fun. And why did I like? Why did I like? Yeah, it? why oh, did it I like it? I liked but, it too. <laughs> but I mean, just I can't imagine how long they spent. Oh yeah, people grimacing the cameras, while holding cameras a gun, yeah. jostling around, and yeah. just. Mm-hmm. I'd, for, I'd forgotten that the thing that started the ruckus was the was the cook or the dishwasher with the shotgun. I, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. I thought oh, that right. was I thought that was uh, I don't know. I I couldn't remember who blinked. Well, it was, it was kind of uh, Busey who shot first. It yeah, was the Busey guy coming around the corner. Him. Well, he right. came around the corner, but he didn't shoot until oh, the he, shotgun died. He That's escalated. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. escalated after shotgun guy shot him or toward him. And then right. everything went to shit. But Buse, Busey died first, I think. I'm pretty sure he took it in the back and yeah. head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was out. I don't know. They all yeah. died days apart. Yeah. Everybody in that room. <laughs> all I, every time I see B- uh, Voight with that face while he's pointing the gun and trying to get everyone to you know put their guns away or, or give me the tape or whatever, he just looks like a fish. He looks like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and it bugs me. I feel like I want to get him water or get him back to his habitat or something. Yeah, like I'm, I'm playing uh, I'm playing Pokemon Magikarp, and it looks just like that. Yes. Uh, see yeah. how flopping around? Yeah, see how high. You're not really playing that, are you? That oh, my God, day, yeah. I'm, I'm like, is, uh, I'm like level. Where there's an actual game in there? Absolutely. I'm like level 12 <laughs> trainer. Yeah. Tamagotchi is what it felt like to me. Yeah, I don't love it. I, Anyway. I, I feel like over the long run of film sack, we come out with some sort of like overarching rules. Mm. And one of the things that we have established for years is if you are a man and you are good looking, just age. Don't go see the plastic surgeon, John yeah, Boyd. Right, right. Just age. Yeah. Yeah, but he comes from an era where everybody was doing that and they didn't know how bad they were going to look later on. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, uh, Courtney Cox came out recently and said oh yeah i really wish i hadn't done that i know she's kind of a younger a person who's done it more recently than john Voigt. but there's there's a bunch of people out there who are like oh god i really wish wish i wouldn't have done that i bet you hasselhoff probably wishes he wouldn't have too because he kind of looks yeah. oh he looks a little yeah. pinched. he looks like a fish he looks pinched, pinched and weird everybody Wayne looks Newton. like a fish oh my god oh, i'm Wayne the Newton. mayor of Funatown. <laughs> wayne newton looks like an action figure oh yeah totally dude he looks like a shiny little uh 70s era like what were those called um ah, shoot i forgot the name but there were the specific kind of action figures he looks just like one right <laughs> yeah and i mean i mean i'm not comparing john voigt to mickey rourke like the sort of like disaster of plastic surgery yeah, to the face right. but but it's it's bad enough to notice oh, yeah. do you think mickey rourke yeah. did his own 
Do you think he's just so bad at it? He just like, <laughs> right. I'm not paying for that. I'm just going <laughs> to. Boy, just sitting in the garage, jamming stuff in his face. Of vodka. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Like Bruce Willis. I wonder. In California. At the very least, he got a poor recommendation for whoever did You're it. Right. Because it's bad. Well, and, and another thing, another thing I want to make clear is I'm not talking about the the common man getting some plastic surgery, right? Like yeah. you, like like I could see myself getting getting this thing hanging under my chin tucked a little bit but oh but i like your about, testicles there i think they're fine right. thank, you, thank you very I much like balchenia come on but, I, but i'm talking about when you are a famous person that's being photographed all the time right. it's just like just let it go let it age let let we're, we're gonna be fine with you later when you have wrinkles but then you know Ray Liotta comes out looking like the Joker. Yeah, and it's just like it's don't. frustrating what? because <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I understand. I think I know why. The reason why is it's the entire industry is is vanity, and it's all about your young, Youth. good looks. And then mm-hmm. men fare better, but women often just straight up lose their careers. Like they just don't work until they're mm-hmm. old enough to be a, a cranky mom on a on a rom com or something. Grandma, yeah, and that right. sucks. So I I totally get the motivation. But I'm with you that on the other end they'd feel better. Like I don't I can't tell for sure, but I don't think Judy Dench has had a damn thing done. But she mm-hmm. had and she's amazing. Every time she's in something I go, "Oh great. I love Judy Dench. Let's do this." But here's the thing. She had this young career that went real good in the 60s and 70s, and then she aged, and then you didn't hear anything from her for a really long time, and then she became relevant again, and now everyone loves her and gives her Oscars and everything else. So I think that's hard for some of these people, but I still admire it when they don't, you know, like, yeah, I think I understand it though. I think I, I, oh, get, totally. I get the motivation. And, and sometimes sure. you can tell they did it for themselves. Like there's no, there's absolutely nobody in the world that Carrot Top got all mangled for except himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that, It doesn't change his, his career as a comedian. I'm still a one, college student. You know what I mean? It doesn't make him look funnier or whatever. Well, right? it makes him look funnier. Oh, yeah, I think it, I, <laughs> it's just it's a different kind of funny definition is what you mean. Yeah, I would, yeah. you know I would watch saying? a like, movie where he was like an evil clown. Oh, why yeah. is that not happening? Yeah, why is that not yeah, a just, thing? It's it's called his Las Vegas stage show. You can yeah. see it every night at the Luxor. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? He did that for him. And great. Go for it. That's great and everything. Like, do it. Do it yeah. for yourself. Yeah, why isn't but he I, the It Clown in this new It adaptation? Would, I, would, exactly. I would buy that 100%. <laughs> oh, a little I bit of white guaranteed, makeup. Yeah. Guaranteed. Ten years, they're going to make a Child's Play remake. and uh... <laughs> <laughs> What, they'll if do like mo-cap and they'll do face capture from him or something? Oh, no. No, they'll just put him in a jumper. <laughs> well, I see. They go just full man-sized doll. I love full that. Full man-sized doll. All right. Carry around a little bag of props. It'll be great. Yeah. Carrot Top isn't trying to do dramatic acting. John Voight looks like an early survivor of a Botox injection gone wrong. (laughs) Now, I'm telling you, it looks like a half anaconda digested man is what he looks like to me. Yeah. Just popped out all (laughs) shiny and ready to keep working. Uh, So Lisa Bonet, who played Will Smith's ex-girlfriend in this, we talked about her. I didn't want to forget to say this. Nearly 15 years later, after this film was made, Bonet's real-life daughter, Zoe Kravitz. uh, I didn't know... Zoe Kravitz was young enough to be her daughter. But anyway, uh, portrayed Will Smith's daughter in After Earth, a terrible film made in 2013. I didn't make that connection. Now, what's great is uh, Zoe Kravitz will forever be on my list of uh, awesome because she was one of the ladies there that um, Immortan Joe had as his little slave women in uh, the Mad Max Fury Road. And so she's forever on a list of great things. 
and well done, Zoe Kravitz. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. The average shot length of this film, because they do this when these movies are highly edited, 2.4 seconds. I believe it. Yep. And it was over two and like an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, it totally is. That's what it reminded me of, Brian. I'm glad you said that. Remind me of, uh, what's his name? Can't think of his name now. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri or Fieri or however the hell you say that shitty last name. Fieri. Uh, his his show's famous for that, and this movie is right along those lines. Two point four seconds. You never had a long lingering shot of any sort. Right, right. Which is fine. It's good because yeah. you don't want to, John Voight. You don't want that. You don't want. There was long one. Lingering. There was one shot that lingered uh, a bit longer than I expected, which was the shot of the sales girl in the lingerie store. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> That that whole sequence, it's played for laughs, but the whole it's so cringy. Can, can we yeah. talk about the lingerie store that doesn't sure. exist? Right. <laughs> because, uh... yes, we can. It's all fun and games uh, when you know it's Will Smith in there, but when you have like eighteen creepy guys in trench coats walking there, yeah, I'm shopping right. for something for my wife. She's about her size. Uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> Yeah, is, no. is that a thing anywhere? Because am I no, so sheltered no. in my South that there's a there's a lingerie store somewhere with a bunch of women? Well, I mean, I mean, there's, no, hair, there's not a lingerie store with a cover charge. They're, no. they're, they're like there hair. Is, it's an even bigger secret than Victoria's. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Nicely done. And I've seen, I mean, the, even here we have a place that's like a hair salon where the women are all in tiny bikinis. And it's called Bikini Cuts, I think. <laughs> Real simple. Nice, nice. I've, we, I don't know if I've said this on this show before, but I got I, I accidentally got a haircut at a at a me, a, a four men salon yeah. some years ago back in. They, Please tell a, you're holding up air quotes, right? Come right. on, accidentally. accidentally. I so uh, there was a there was a, a salon that briefly operated in Austin yeah. that was you know like something like you know fine the finer things for men or something like that, and. Uh, I, I was, I desperately needed a haircut and I was, I had nothing to do. I was like, like the Austin film festival or something. And I had a two hour gap and I was just like, I'm just going to go in here and get a haircut. And I went in and I stayed because they gave me a beer and I was like, wow, yeah, this is a great, this is a great salon. My haircut looks great. They give you a beer right up front. Anyway. The the woman who cut my hair was only uh, only wearing like a bra on top, yeah. like mm-hmm. above her waist. That she was like wearing a skirt. Oh, okay. So you mean she's topless, but she's down. got a bra, bra right? Yeah. Right from the waist down, she's wearing a skirt, but from the, the on, on her top, she's wearing just a, a a lacy bra. You do not want this cutting your hair because your hair clippings get all over her chest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's horrible to see. Wow. So that's my advice to you. Yes. My advice to you is don't go get your hair cut. Did you try to blow it off? I mean, no. like, let me get this for you. I got it. No, I actually spent <laughs> most of the time. It's a hairy ending. I actually spent most of the time with my eyes closed. And I, you know, I tried to, I tried to not pay any attention to the ridiculous. See, I already happened. don't, I already don't like having attractive women cut my hair because I, I take a little too much enjoyment in them playing with your hair and all this other stuff. It's like, oh, there you go. I've never had a haircut outside. I've never had a, a salon or, oh, or barber haircut. We know you go to the barber and he's like. <laughs> I've never had any, not one. I've, I've never paid for a haircut in my entire life. It's now kind of a thing. It shows. It's now. I'm just, it totally shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let my wife know that you think that about her haircuts. But yeah. I, I would actually lobby. like to do like a YouTube video of like, Scott, don't get a haircut for like three months. And mm-hmm. then we'll take you to an actual salon. 
Oh, and Lord. see see how that goes for you. What, what they what can they, do. Where they do the, mis- the scalp massage and that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, like, see, that's the thing is I bet I'd like it. I'll bet I would end up oh, wanting sure. to keep doing mm-hmm. it. And then I would be mad at myself that I now have this new, you know, $35 a visit expense. Yeah. Right. Which is, you so know. let's. What about Gary Busey and, and and who is little Busey's friend? What was what was his who Scott Tom? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about their tall crew cut. Is that even really a crew <laughs> cut? Because I mean, it's like it's really I tall. Know. I had the is feeling if you took all, do you know the do you know the guy in Encino Man that was like the bully kid? He's one of the Dom DeLuise's kids. Do you know who I'm talking about? Right, Peter right. DeLuise yeah. or Peter something? DeLuise, right. Yeah, I get right. the feeling in this movie if you took all the Jarhead types, the the Barry Pepper guy, uh, Busey and and Con, and smushed them all together, that out the other side would come Peter <laughs> DeLuise. And I don't know why I felt the entire <laughs> movie, that. they all looked like a combination of him. And it drove me up yeah. the wall. I've written it Is four times here. It's weird. Wasn't, didn't you fill in for Dip? No, who, what show was he in that was kind his of? His other, I think it was, was his brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was 21 Jump Street. Yeah, Peter DeLuise right. came in. But he was his partner, not, not. No, that's uh, right. He was that's right, because we had Rico. Richard Rico came in for Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I forgot about that. But I thought hmm. Peter DeLuise, or no, now I'm confused. They're bro- there's two brothers. The DeLuise brothers, and I always forget which one's which, but their big claim to fame for me was they produced, directed, and starred in a few um, Stargate SG-1 episodes. They were the big Stargate producers, which is crazy crazy to think. The DeLuise boys went on to be Stargate guys, but yeah. Anyway, that's just a side note. Those guys all look like, they all look like a DeLuise kid from the, but like 80s (laughs) DeLuise kid, not like, you know, I'm fat like my dad DeLuise kid now. (laughs) <laughs> how much hair product does it take to make your hair do that because i see a it lot, in movies all the time lot. i never see it in real life oh, a lot. Yeah. and if you want to and if you want to see scott con wear hair product just watch hawaii 5 it's ridiculous uh-huh. he you know like he was only like 21 when he made enemy of the state now he's he's in his early 40s this guy can hold down a pound of hair product it's, oh, a, yeah. it's amazing he, okay. scott con you're talking about yeah yeah him in the the hawaii 5 show even today his hair is uh, it, it's enormous it's this right. it's this ins- it's insane yeah. especially for a guy whose dad his famous dad has got like no hair up there right he's famous he's famous for having been balding his entire life right he's been balding <laughs> since he was a kid and his son for whatever reason has got the opposite problem he's like a he's like a play-doh bumper humper machine up there on top right. actually i can see i can see uh daddy con running some rogaine in his hair when he's a kid daddy it's con. not gonna happen to you that's son right. that's it's right be better than me <laughs> Um, Michael and David are the two other uh, DeLuise brothers, yeah. and uh, just pulled, you know, because I wanted to figure out which one is involved with Stargate. I pulled up David DeLuise's, uh, DeLuise's IMDb profile, and just the first sentence of his description bears pause and, uh, and enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, the youngest son of legendary actor and comedian Dom DeLuise, David DeLuise is perhaps now the most popular dad on TV. What? Oh. What? what? Yes, exactly. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to know what he's popular yeah, for? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. The father on Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes. What? Which is a, which what? Is a stupid and Most dumb. Most popular dad on TV. It's actually a pretty, it's, I, I don't know why. I, I've, I've okay, no, I'm not saying the show's bad or good or anything. I take issue with the claim that you're the most popular dad on TV. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, I want to hold that phrase for a moment. Forget him and come come around with me. Who other than Ty Burrell is vying for most popular dad no, on TV? I was going to say Ty Burrell. You mean it has to be current dad on TV? Yes. Yeah, current yes. dad on of TV. Course. Um, so not a lot of competition in what you're saying here. <laughs> I got you. Homer. 
Probably Homer. Homer. Kevin, Homer, Kevin Homer Garver Simpson. on the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a great dad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give, oh boy, by the way, well, no, it's a separate conversation of a different deal, but I, they don't have I those kids on at all this season. Walter I don't understand. Walter White. Right. Oh yeah. Walter White, dad of the year. No, I don't know. I, that's a hard, you know what? There aren't, with, there aren't iconic dads right now on TV. Are there? Not really. I, uh, uh, no, uh, Rand, not really. Randall Park on Fresh Off the Boat, I think, is is pretty iconic. Yeah. Right. Um, I just don't know. Like, I, it's Ty Burrell and Homer Simpson. That's all we got. Yeah, it's Homer. I'm giving it to Homer. Wow. 20, wow. 24, uh, you know, six it, years. It of... managed to pick a dry spell. and. Uh... <laughs> I think, unless think... if you say, oh, you know what? I'll give it to Bob on Bob's Burgers. He's great. He is great. Yeah. You okay, know, so, I, uh, sure. I wouldn't say he's the most popular dead, but I really like uh, Diedrich Bader. Uh, from the Drew oh, Carey show in yeah. in uh, American oh, yeah. Housewife. Oh, he does, he plays a really a really good. I like I, li- I like how that character's written. I like him it's in really everything, cool. including the much Bollywood but not enough enjoyed uh, uh, t- um, film make of uh, what was it called? Beverly Hillbillies, where he played Jethro yes. uh, Jethro, and he was great as Jethro. And I would just like to remind right. everybody that that it movie is still- not as bad as Brian says it is. That's all. No, I still so love he, his, you know, uh, he'll give it, He's good. He's good in that. All right. I still love his office space role. Yes. Neighbor. Next door neighbor. Yeah. yeah that, that mustache. What was his name in? So um, uh, Bruce Lee marathon going on right now. <laughs> he was in. He, <laughs> he was in. Um, he was the, the Taekwondo. What was Rick Kwando? Yes. Yes. Oh, Rick Kwando yes. in. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Dodgeball. Oh yeah. Right. Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. I loved him in that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Rick Kwando. That he should have his own spinoff. That's what that should be. But anyway, back to your whole I'd point. Watch. These this lingerie store. I don't think that I don't think that exists. Oh, it's time to start this conversation. Yeah. Wow. That was well, the biggest rewind we've done we were in a while. About, we were talking about Scott Kahn's hair. That's oh, what that is oh, I thought it all came from Oh no, what it was. It was lingering shots and then somehow Scott Kahn's hair came up. I yeah. don't know how that right. came up. So so we're in this lingerie <laughs> store that doesn't exist. Yeah. And a guy comes uh, running in, Jason Lee, that, right. that you recognize, and says, "Help me!" Mm-hmm. And you are so distracted by the boobs on the sales girl yeah. that you don't do anything. Like yeah. what? The, the whole movie hinges on Will Smith's inability to turn and grab him by the shoulders and say, "Okay, yeah. I will help you." Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta admit, though, I almost didn't notice that Jason Lee was in there. <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? I would have. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think Jason Lee would have been better as the main character in this, and should have been the oh, one on the run the entire time. Dude? Yeah, yeah, that could right. have been really good job fun. running until he met that fire truck. And I really oh, like him. He's just not a good bicyclist. Good runner, no. bad bicyclist. I like that guy a lot. Yeah. I think he's not just funny, but interesting, and I, you know, kind of handsome for his time. And there's something. Oh, absolutely. Something about can, him. <clears throat> I would have totally gone for Pepper, that. Can Barry Pepper run as fast as a? A, a, you know, a Jason riding a bike. No, yeah. his nostrils. His like nost- a, every time they cut back to him, he seemed like he was closer to the bike. Yeah. And the yeah, bike yeah. was pulling away, and then they cut away and cut back. He's closer to the bike, and the bike is pulling away. He has weird and, nostrils. I just want to point. Why that would out. you yeah. ever ride against traffic anyway? <laughs> the street's going this one direction. Just go that direction. Yeah, you're fine. Simple as that. Right. Exactly. Simple as that. Because it's also, not like an peel off your your chasers your on foot chasers because they can easily dodge cars a little bit better than you can was right. he was this the second barry pepper we've seen because the first was the battlefield earth right 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He you was have the to have seen more Barry Pepper than this. I think this is the good, most Barry good Pepper. Good IMDb photo on I him. I just by like the way. saying yeah. Barry Pepper. Yeah. Barry Pepper's I think he's a super interesting dude. My favorite thing I've seen recently was that um uh, the uh, uh Cohen Brothers remake of uh, uh shit. Hard dirt. No. What was it called? Hard True Grit. Dirt. True Grit. True Grit, not Hard I Dirt. I like Hard Dirt. Hard Dirt. Hard Dirt. Um he was mm-hmm. in that. He played the bad guy with a missing tooth uh toward the end when they jousted and he was great in that was movie really good yeah. yeah so i wish there was more barry pepper if i'm being honest wow. like, he had what an incredible two years he had too. saving private ryan enemy of the state the green mile battlefield earth yep. <laughs> he, green, he was really good in green mile too yeah. i feel like Do since battlefield earth it's been a little quiet on the barry pepper front barry. right <laughs> oh no he's boy i mean he was in uh 61 he was in there was some things actually that uh, flags of our fathers mm-hmm. um seven pounds so he was in another movie with will smith Oh, he was a Bob. He was Bobby Kennedy in that Kennedy's movie. In, yeah. Mm. Oh, I had no yeah, idea. All was. right. So he's had. Some oh, stuff. he was in the Lone Ranger. Oh. oh. No, that's too bad. I actually like the movie. Let's not talk about it though. Is True Grit really 2010 now? That's been seven years since seven True Grit. Years. Wow. Shut up. That can't. Shut be, the front door. That can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. How can that be hey, right? You know what else I was couldn't believe? I couldn't believe that wasn't Randy Quaid in that powered wheelchair coming out. <laughs> On that side street, <laughs> I was almost 100 percent sure. I'm like, oh, if it's some Randy Quaid, that would have been Lucky amazing. Traffic. Yeah, yeah, that would have been amazing. Oh my gosh! But by the way, Barry or not Barry Pepper, this movie somehow has a rumor floating around, and I can't find anything to corroborate it. But it says that uh, Aaron Sorkin co-wrote it, but is just not credited. And this happened uh, with Armageddon, no. was it, or something? Some other movie? No, no, no. That was J.J. Abrams. There was some other movie we saw that was like maybe it was The Rock where he ghost wrote for that too. And I just find that ghost weird. Writer. Like one of the most revered writers ever in modern. Right. Well, and with a very peculiar style, you would notice That's if I Aaron think. Sorkin was yeah, writing was no, dialogue. There was no long shots of people walking down hallways, talking really fast to each other. Yeah. There, there was uh, not, no, not quite, but close. They had, there was they had a no, lot of long conversations. Yeah. There was no moment where our, principal suddenly went into a long soliloquy about what government should be doing like it's just no it, <laughs> right. that was not aaron sorkin uh he did let's see he wrote a few good men but that felt like aaron sorkin yes um i i, I think your your litmus test is the correct one like if you can't if there aren't people rushing through a hallway and having a really intricate conversation it's not aaron yeah. sorkin like it's right. just straight up you have to have you have to have your west wing quality or else he didn't do it <laughs> that's right uh, hey, anyway, I don't know how, if that's how, true or not. But, yeah. How removed am I from reality that I always go, they have a nanny? How much money are they making? <laughs> I do it every hey, time. I do it every, firm. Come I, on. I do it every time. So, Brian, right. you're not alone. I, I always look at the nanny thing. Usually I look at it and I'm irritated because the mom in these scenarios is always at home. Right. And yeah. I, But she's supposed to be an attorney as well. But she, she's never shown no, that. Capacity. She's just sitting there watching MSNBC all day long. With her dog. Right. She's spending more time with her dog than she is her kid. <laughs> her neon green dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never understood that. I understand two working parents. I get it. Like obviously I get that. But like if you're right. if the mom's home and she's just I can't be bothered, so let's hire a nanny. It made no sense. The, I don't, the whole I don't like that. the whole family dynamic, other than the great uh interact chemistry between the, the, the actors. The the home life made no sense to me because Will Smith kept talking about his big screen TV that got smashed. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. 
I've never seen a big screen TV. Yeah. You you had like a maybe a 25 inch CRT kind of tube type kind of thing going on. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't make any sense that they had they lived this one lifestyle, but then they had a nanny yeah. who had apparently had a a cage in the back of her car. Yeah. Her own Faraday <laughs> cage. That's for the little tiny what dog, that? so that they could just put the dog back there and yeah. drive around. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. it was the Faraday cage for the dog. It was his own jar. So right. <laughs> so it is the dog jar. Perfect. <laughs> I, I love how the how the script absolutely refuses to say Faraday Cage. It will not right, say right. Faraday Cage. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like yeah. Faraday owns the rights to the name or something. The jar. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's that. It's a copper wire cage. It keeps uh, <laughs> people from prying eyes. It was invented by a guy named Faraday, but uh, that's about all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, Hackman. There is something about Hackman um, with scruffy short hair and glass and dark rim glasses that is yeah. just a great look, man. Like, yeah. ah, it's so cool. He just seems like a badass in every possible when he, way. When he, gave us, when he gave us the Luigi stare after he ran down uh, Oh, the, yeah, it was grill. a Luigi stare. <laughs> yeah, that uh, killed me. <laughs> it was totally a Luigi stare. Oh, my God, that needs to be a gift. Yeah, that yeah. Needs to be, uh, it was so much fun. Somebody just put his face on Luigi <laughs> on a cart. I think that'd be pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just, I don't know, the pr- he has a presence that I miss. I really miss it. Like, I, I think yeah. about movies, um, you know, that could have used Hackman. And I know he's in his 80s and we're not, and we're done. I get it. But I just wish we weren't. I wish he was still in his prime or even just his 90s, early aughts era. I guess we could always go back and go through all the great Hackman movies. We can. I mean, did we see Hackman The Quick and the Dead or did that get pulled before we had a chance we, to see it? We've tried to a couple of times. We have not. I love him in that. It's gonna be good. Uh, yeah, it just yeah. makes me want to my, watch more Hackman. That's all this did. My for favorite, me. my favorite Hackman scene uh, had to be, uh, <laughs> and I, 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 we had a, I had a whole group of the family watching this. By the way, last night, and uh, I think everybody laughed when when Hackman uh, hij- carjacked the guy and told the guy to tell a story walking. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he has like, the best lines. That's my new line. He has the best lines. Maybe Sorkin just came in and gave Hackman lines because those are the best things Maybe in the movie. So. There's moments where he says, oh, what was the one? I have some of these recorded, but and I'll play them. But um, I love it when he says, uh, why'd you blow the bu- building up? Cause you made a right. phone call. I was like, yeah, you made a phone call. He's just so. Why is our car? Why is my El Camino on fire? I don't know. <laughs> I thought, why didn't you tell me my name is Bob? You have to tell me before. I just did. It's, like it's just, it's he's great. And then, yeah, some of the lines are really bad. Like it's a pump action. That that to me was almost like it's a Unix system from Jurassic Park. Yeah, a little bit. The, the gun. <laughs> it's a Unix system moment for sure. How do you how do you use this gun? I don't understand. It's pump action. So, oh, you pump it? Okay. <laughs> so do you guys have a do you do you know what my gross moment was? Because I had one. Ooh yes, uh, I think it was when uh, Hackman was pouring chips on uh, Will Smith. <laughs> Nailed it. That was it. Really? really? Yep. Get out. Dumping a bag of greasy, chips on Will Smith. Greasy no, potato chips. Shit, greasy potato <laughs> chips all over my pants and shirt is the is so gross, dude. Like well, like and lays. Then, and then the the movie really stuck with it. Like we're gonna just show you this over and over. Yeah. This, we're not gonna move on from this. And we're gonna pry a bug out of your shoe and put that in the potato chip bag, and yep. you're gonna see the chips. <laughs> the chips are just everywhere. They're on your lap. It's gross. It, if you've ever had a potato chip sit on your lap too long, you have a permanent oil hole oh, in yeah. your pants. Yeah, permanent, uh, permanent transparent part of your shorts. Yeah, I thought that was just me. I had no idea that that was gonna be. The it totally thing. was it. Was hilarious. You nailed it. First guess. Well done. Nothing That's else really. Gross. I mean, what else is there to be grossed out about? It's all just sort of. 
whatever. Right. Maybe maybe Hackman putting gum in his mouth too many times or something. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't. I don't think know. Of his else. whole jar area was kind of just grossing me out. I mean, just everything in there like it is going to get tetanus. We love this like, in the '90s though, like couple of tower computers a big crt a bunch yeah. of uh, half sort right. of sort of porn things laying everywhere like half a dozen zip drives yep <laughs> yep uh pcmca drive that apparently everyone had and also an nec right. turbo graphics uh, express but also <laughs> a vhs <use>. rewinder <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah vhs playing a big role okay so that brings me to the thing i wanted to talk about um okay uh, or one of the things that are important here this movie seemed to ignore that in 1998, the internet wasn't quite what it is today, but we had it. Yeah, it, we're, yep. we're four years into the World Wide Web as a standard, and there's plenty going on. Like, Google existed in 98. Uh, I could get MP3s that year. Like, there was stuff mm. going on, and they didn't, they pretended like it didn't exist. So, all the surveillance talk, all of the everything about any data or how we're tracking people, none of it, it either was, they either just didn't mention it because, Back then, it was you know Yahoo and some static pages about whatever Alta Vista, <laughs> sure, or Hotbot. or they just didn't have the forethought to think that that was going to grow or be a bigger part of this. But that kind of bugged I, me the whole time. I'm like, guys, the I internet. Think it, right I think there. it was actually an anticipation that the audience wouldn't have understood if they'd used cutting edge internet stuff. Yeah, and and the audience would understand sitting and watching someone with your own eyes. Yeah. So it just it like and it also allowed them to put lots of actors out on the screen. And, and you know, so I, it, I, I guess that kind of works. Sure. It, the, the weird thing to me was uh, here I am with a, a VHS tape in 98. We were fine with DVDs by then. We knew what DVDs were. Yep. We had right. DVD players. Yeah. I had a copy of Fifth Element I got for 30 bucks. That was right. right. But we there didn't know we were recording a lot. On DVDs at that time, no, like that was no. kind of yeah, that was new. I mean, devices yeah. really weren't. You had one in your computer, but I mean, there weren't like devices. S- that wrote to surveillance them, right? systems, generally speaking, were recording to uh, DAT tapes. That was usually right, the, right. what you would see there. So you would have digital video on DAT tapes, but nobody recorded was, anything to a PCMCIA data card. <laughs> I, right, I was actually really worried about the the tech because i knew i was like oh this is really a tech heavy movie mm-hmm. and i was worried about it and honestly they kept it vague enough most of the time that it didn't no, really bother you were, me you were right to worry it was bad right it was bad i mean it yeah. may not have been as bad as it could have been especially the one through five checklist of where the um where <laughs> the, the bugs were still on it like that was such a bad device yeah, that was really bad <laughs> and it, and every time you threw one away right the computer screen would go, and I'm like, why would the computer screen do that? What has that got to do with anything? Well, well he either God. jumped off the building or he learned how to fly. Yeah, well, no, the other three things are still moving, so I'm guessing that he just took off his pants. Yeah, it's uh, it's we're not talking pants. net bad. This is not as bad as Sandra Bullock's The Net, but it's right, it's, right. it's up there. It's not very can I have good. A, can I have a trip alert for a part of it? Absolutely. Here sure. you go. Uh, again, your co- your copy progress bar doesn't come with animation. That is great. <laughs> what and, was it? And by the way, your copy progress does not have to end a split second before you have to leave. Yeah, you oh, could yeah. you could copy something and leave and still build up suspense. Yeah, 
It doesn't have to always end at the perfect sure. exact time. And this yeah. is 98, man. You didn't eject anything. Even if your progress said it was done, you waited a couple no, of minutes. You would, you would, you would yeah, corrupt right. files if you did not do right, that. Right, right. But also, oh, your device was not mo- removed properly. Please eject it properly before <laughs> I call it the, it out of your- I call it the Newman principle, though, to have that, that loading bar. It's kind of that, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> What, what was it? I couldn't figure out it was supposed to be a sumo kind of guy. It was a double-headed. It was, it was a two-headed sumo guy, yeah. Okay. For no reason. And then at the end, it always has like that's what Jason Lee is. You know, he's. (laughs) I love the environmentalist hacker. Environmentalist hacker. Yeah, he's anti-war hacker. And the idea that you have to have a chime when your thing's done copying, or the voice will go, "You're all done." Like, come on, let's (laughs) let's (laughs) knock it off, everybody. It's so dumb. But yeah, that was a thing for sure. A trope of the '90s. Hackers did it. Uh, There's, I could probably name others, but anytime there was an interface, there's skull and crossbones. Such suspense. I mean, it, it is. Is nothing more nerve wracking than trying to? I mean, we can all relate to this. Is the reason why it works so well. I mean, we've all been copying something and waiting for it to finish before we could leave, and so this just like ratchets it up to the next level. Yeah. I mean, what if you had to leave? Yeah. What, what if What if Barry Pepper was outside your door, or Busey was po- lock picking for the one millionth time? <laughs> if I saw what? one more lock picking scene, I was going to. Well, and what do you? Punch is that Busey. like a sawzall he's using yeah, in a lock I'm, pick? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's supposed to to vibrate the. I think it's supposed it's the just the a pins. vibration. Yeah, vibrate okay. the pin so it's easier to to do. But it, yeah. it's so noisy. Yeah, <laughs> almost got exactly. it. Almost got you it. Might as well just just you know cut the lock out of the door. Yeah, that's the thing. They kept doing that, and then they would just kick the door in. I'm like, well, why don't you even start with the other? Do you know how you Weird. know when Barry Pepper's outside your door? Oh. <laughs> his little nostrils go. <laughs> So little tiny nostrils make a whistle you sound. Out there, Barry? Yeah. Hey, Barry. <laughs> he has, tiny, he has tiny, weird little nostrils. Just something to notice. Something to look so at. So, do you think? Do you think Tony Scott ran out of names by the time he got to uh, Mister and Mrs. Wu? Because uh, <laughs> I mean, Miss Miss Wu, uh, the only thing she really did was Wu. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Literally. Yeah. That, it and there's there's a great trope right there. Yep. Is the um, the oversexed. <laughs> foreign woman yeah. who doesn't understand english but oh as soon as somebody starts taking their clothes off oh, oh yes oh yes yeah oh i know this we have this where i come from <laughs> that, right. uh, that i mean it was just flat out wrong like it was it was just it was mean to a race to a gender yeah. to the character <laughs> to, yeah. an actress. to an actress yeah. to a to a, well i yeah like and the old guy there i've seen him on mash by the way um they both mm. Like that's that's a trope in itself. Here's a com- uh, uh, tourist Asian couple doesn't know the language, right? And they're just gonna think this is normal. Oh, we're right. in the cu- oh, we're yeah, here some, doing the culture. Some, uh, yeah. Somebody always comes into our room, and uh, okay, we'll sit on the bed and just watch whatever you have to do. Yeah, it's just it's just lazy that stuff. I think, but yeah. it's fine. Tony Scott, we miss you. We wish you were still here making movies. Oh, absolutely. You didn't have to jump off that bridge. All right. He was re- he's he was really good. This this movie was really good at creating tension. I mean, the fact that it lasted two and a, two two hours and fifteen minutes, yeah. and I I mostly was engaged, yeah, except for that one time when they were talking about the two tapes. I had to go pee. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> did you uh, did you have you guys all seen uh, Man on Fire, the Denzel Washington yes, deal? Yes, I think that, that was right I, before uh, this, right? Retrospect for me, I think that actually it was later. I think that was early After. aughts. But but that may be my favorite Tony Scott movie. I was trying to think of it while I was watching this because I was looking at them all, and I know we all have fond feelings for Top Gun and a million other things. But I f- I feel like Man on Fire might be the best thing he made, and that could yeah, be probably so. could just be me. But I I really like mm. that movie a lot. 
was really good. Uh, I enjoyed this too, though. It's fun to also it. to watch a story, a movie about a sex scandal uh, that would have ended a, a a politician's career in a time where I don't think those end anyone's careers now. I think you just keep going. You know, right. if you got Speaking caught in a out. hotel room with your assistant, oh, yeah. you just this, keep this going. This movie came out right in the middle of the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yeah. And now, just like it seemed quaint. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. Remember that when we used to get all worked up about our politicians doing it, right? And now we're like, man, just grab them by the pee. I don't care. Nice, right? Yeah. Oh, speaking of speaking of things that that don't turn me on, that's not a good sexual innuendo. Yeah, is it that end scene where they start using the word monitoring? Is a uh-huh. sexual innuendo. That just didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'd like, like that to either. monitor you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'd like I to do some that, monitoring. I'd like to go mean? get a Dell monitor, if you know what right. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get a Dell. Get a Dell, dude. Or dude, get dude. a Dell. Or how'd that go? Well, whatever. That was it. All right. You're getting a Dell, Nail, dude. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, clips. We should do clips. Uh, yes. I have a few of them. They. I'm guessing there's one involving a shower. There probably is. Uh, let's see. Hold on, where where are my clips? I'm in the wrong place. Here we go. Yeah, when I oh go ahead. What you're no? When I heard that when I heard that shower, I was like, oh yeah, got to capture that. I hope that's got to come captured. Here we haven't even talked about James Robards or not James. Oh, Jason. Jason Robards, Robards. who's a third or fourth film sack movie, I think, for us. I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember them all. The Corey, they were in the Corey's movie that one. He was in uh, Red License to Drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or dream a little dream, whatever the hell it was. Whatever that terrible thing was. <laughs> dream a little drive. Anyway, I got a little line. This is him. He he values his time, so here's that. What the hell are you doing here? This is not the office. This is my private time. Careful, there's a guy behind you going, Shh. he's about to stick a needle in your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, another chick in the bucket were the pills they put in there. So they put pills to make it look like he had OD'd or he was a drug user, yeah. and they never mention it again. Never well, came yeah, up again. because as soon as that thing goes in the, in the lake, the pills are... are washed out of there or yeah. they're dissolved yeah. Or yeah they're totally <laughs> yeah it, what oh, that was that like that me. was like the blind spot for the movie it was incredibly blind i mean even the the police i mean jason jason pulls up on the other side to pick up his camera and not a single policeman goes hey hey what are you doing over there yeah, right well <laughs> there's a guy over there who's getting something out of a box 30 feet from where this murder <laughs> right. was right do you think he might know something <laughs> weird uh, how about this one? Uh, oh, this is sweary Will Smith. I wrote. I think I just typoed it, but it's kind of funny. Will Smith being sweary. Well, why don't you guys just head on home? I'm your lawyer. I'm in the process of dealing with these Guido motherfuckers. Pedro doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, these Guido motherfuckers. See, see what you the racist there. term? Mm-hmm. You yeah, guys just chided you for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get them on your side. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get him over there. That's right. Pull him onto your side. Here's uh, something about an a-hole. The guy was an asshole, sir, and he deserved it. This is Scott Conn, right? I think it was. I think so, yeah. To one of the Deloise kids. Anyway. <laughs> Here's a line that made me laugh, Jason Lee. My duck. It's hard to capture it because I had to believe <laughs> it. Was... it but... oh, well, we, yeah. laughed. we laughed out loud at, at, at the old Dunaway household. If a duck. Uh, and that's when I met Randy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my that's name is like, Earl. Yeah. You get the right. You get the my name is Earl intro. Yep, you've got yep. the uh, Will Smith intro. Mm-hmm. I want to say Barry man. Pepper was on my name is Earl once or twice. 
as he a was, character. And uh, I, I believe he was also Seth Green was. Uh, oh, right. They've all been with. Yeah, they've all been with Jason Lee. And if you know what I'm yeah. saying, if you know what I mean, they're, they've all been pouring potato chips on on him, if you know what I mean. I don't know why I like that show, but I do. I like which one? My name is Earl. My name is Earl. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Love I it. like show. it a lot. And I don't know. It's not. Hmm. I love that. And I love I'll, Raising Hope. I'll tell you this. Raising Hope. That amazing. is some hillbilly humor I can get behind. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's trailer trash. Not really hillbilly humor. Yeah. Right? I think that must be it. I yeah. Think that must be it. That's the, the difference. differentiation there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're all like Joy is incredible in that. Like, it's just a great show. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm not supposed to like it, but I like it a lot. Uh, and they've all gone to you know bigger and better things except for the woman who played uh, randy's girlfriend the hotel oh, maid right, name right. i can't remember she's in yeah. something now though um oh is she uh oh shoot what did i just see yesterday i saw a promo Elf, for Elf it. a duck uh, what was it <laughs> i can't remember well anyway here's this holy shit okay that's him again he could but most of his lines were like that short long doubt <laughs> profanity yeah gonna... the way he does the way i mean they really let jason lee be himself which is great they did. Uh, oh she was in uh flight oh her oh. nadine velasquez yes oh. she's a very pretty person she is she's lovely especially when she's jumping jump jump <laughs> and jumping jump. on a bed for no apparent reason i think that you know what i think it oh, is there's I a like reason about she was what? on Raising Hope too. Whoa! Yeah, she was. Yeah. So they, they, everybody from Earl eventually did cameos in Raising oh, Hope. Oh, that's right. Comfort, yes, I forgot. Comfort about food that. for me is uh, My Name Is Earl and Raising Hope. I love watching Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Those are all my go-to just comfort. Yeah, foods. those are all. I. That's a good way to put it. They're comfort food, and they and there's a there's a weird innocence about them that makes right. makes everybody. I don't know. There's something about that I like a lot. Yeah. Everyone always says, Scott, Scott, how can you watch the Trailer Park Boys? And not be just offended mm-hmm. constantly. And I say, I don't know. There's something about it that there's like a childlike quality to it that right. makes me feel good. <laughs> I can't explain well, and, it. And you are kind of the target audience. Am I? Right? Am I? Yeah. Am I? I don't know. I think you are. What, how, in what way? You're, you're a white guy. White guy. <laughs> you, you've just been classified. Oh just my saying. gosh. That's amazing. I am a white guy. You're right. You're right. I am a white guy. <laughs> uh, here's a how long. Uh, my dad used to say stuff like this, so I captured it. You're about a bark and a half from being homeless. He'd t- say that about dogs all the time. <laughs> when I was growing up. There's a dog. There's a lot of it, every time he's at home. There's a lot of dead jokes going on. Yeah, loved it. He's pretty mm-hmm. good at that. Here's uh, oh the part that ticked me off the most is what I wrote. 17 seconds. Here you go. Rotate us 75 degrees around the vertical, please. Freeze there. Times 10. Focus on the drop. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance, then forward, frame by yeah. frame. Yeah. <laughs> it's such garbage. You got Enhance is the biggest lie in uh, both yeah. male, uh, yeah. male yeah. pills and uh, <laughs> <laughs> technology movies. Watch out yeah. for that word, enhance. Yeah. Also, so we, uh, this is DTNS or something, but there is uh, some new machine learning thing where some company has figured out how to finally do this. So yeah. they, they take uh, the, the machines actually just extrapolate. They'll take a close up of some blurry thing and have they have millions of other things in their database and they compare it and they can and they can whittle it down to say, all right, well, that's where these edges would be 
this is where the face would end or whatever. And you it's actually it, possible now, but it took a yeah. hundred years to get there. I wish I wish instead of enhanced though, they'd say unsharp mask. Unsharp <laughs> right, mask. <laughs> again, again. Filter. Uh, co- uh, uh cause Redo. And blur. Redo. Facet. Pointalize. Yeah. Crystallize. Blur, crystallize. <laughs> Backdrop. Okay, we're good. Drop Aww. shadow. Yeah, drop reopen shadow. app. Reopen app. Dang more it. distance. More distance on the drop shadow. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, also, can, yeah. can you imagine how long it would have taken in '98 for anything like that to render? Oh yeah. Oh, like, dude. You would have just you would have made one command and then just say, okay, guys, have coffee. Yeah. yeah. No, you had, you had to go, you'd have to go blend. Yeah. You would, you'd have lots of time. To blend. <laughs> I mean, where they really lost yeah. me was what Randy said earlier: is the photo starts to rotate, which doesn't work yes. unless you have oh. other cameras in the room. Like it's just not going right. to work unless it's a rendered, a fully rendered 3D they, polygonal thing. The whole business of what black. they saw in the in the in the lingerie shop with oh now there's a okay. shape in the bag. Uh, let's let's uh, I <laughs> figure out that so shape. Enhance bad. enhance the shape. It's really yeah. bad. And he kind of talks about it. He says, you know, the computer, you know extrapolates this data and tries to predict and it's like and even jack black was finally like well we can't do that yeah <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. He finally and, and then later someone says because physics we're like wait but you were just destroying physics earlier <laughs> yeah right physics you don't care about no physics in this room uh something about blending you know i did stuff when i was a kid i mean not breaking and entering but you know stuff hey we all did stuff i just wish they hadn't stolen my damn blender We'll attach this blender, Robert. Oh, well, some people meditate. Some people get massages. I blend. So Robert disappeared. He was another chick in the bucket. We never saw him again. Will Smith's friend. That was the end of that. And the blender. You thought that the blender would come back one more time like he'd beat Scott Kahn over the head with the blender at the very end? Right, right. Now, he he picked his blender up, yeah, for like right before he went into the the restaurant, right? On the way out. Oh, did he? he? Oh, I missed that. I must, have, I must have blinked. I think he did. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. I thought I, I also thought the blender was a was a lost cause and we were never gonna hear right. about it. Right. But I w- you know, I like the running joke of the blender. This is something that I thought mm-hmm. I thought that worked. It they handled it. They handled it well. Yeah. I, I, too much. I buy I buy Will Smith's delivery of those kinds of lines. He's good at that right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Earth, the, Mother Effer. Yes. The, the real <laughs> the real Chekhov's gun Earth. of the entire film is the deal with uh Tom Sizemore. Yeah. And it, I, I, it, the film actually made me forget about it. I, I, yeah. I early on, I was like, "Oh, they're going to be back to this eventually," but then I forgot yeah. completely. Yeah, I totally forgot about the two tapes deal. Even after it's been years since I watched it, but I had totally forgotten about the aspect of the two tapes, and that's how they yeah. resolve everything. I did too. And uh, yeah, and it's funny because there was, you know, there was a rule. It's not really funny. It's just the thing. So yeah, there was a rule here <laughs> at the beginning where he's like, uh, Sizemore says, you got one week to tell me who made the tape. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So that's a deadline. So are we going to, are we going to honor that? Is it going to be mm-hmm. something that's going to come up later? And they kept showing timestamps on yeah. every, on a lot of locations. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yes. we are going to, you know, say that it's a countdown. They never really address it. No, they don't. Which it's is there. Yeah, it's there. If you look hard enough, it's there. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's the library cop from Seinfeld. To look into your labor practice as far back as the electrical workers' strike. That's always good to see him. What? I can't think of his name, but he's great. Uh, he's but good. he's the one that got after Jerry for having that late library book. Yeah, yeah. it's great in uh, Magnolia. Yeah, the, the game okay. show host. Also, really uh, good in uh, lots of Coen Brothers movies. In fact, didn't we see mm-hmm. him in uh, Barton Fink recently? I think. Didn't he have a small part in that? 
Or am I probably. thinking of something else? Yeah, it seems like he should have been if he wasn't. Lots of Coen Brothers business. Um, all right, here's Seth Green giving Jake Busey some crap. So here you go. If we don't have line of sight, we can't hear what they say, right? Right? Yeah, got it. Okay, jeez. Wow. That scene was a, that was an interesting scene because everything was bottom lit. Even though everything was all the electronics were above them, it was yeah. a weird scene because that's right. when, yeah, when Seth picks these lights up. Yeah, his uh, his 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 glasses were giving him this evil look. Yeah. By the way, he had those he had those those uh, glare resistant glasses in this. It was first time I'd really seen those. Yeah, those were kind of new. By, then. Programmer. Yeah. By the way, jumping back a clip, Philip Baker Hall. Yeah. That's mm. him. Is who okay. we were talking. Oh yeah, about. Phil Did Baker he just pass away recently. No, no, I think he's still here, isn't he? Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and he's got a very weird uh, IMDb known for list. Uh, IMDb is convinced that you're going to know him from Bruce Almighty, The Insider, Fifty Fifty, and Hard Eight. And he, he didn't make me think of any of those films. No, he's really good in Hard Eight, though. What they use? There's got to be some algorithm they use for like uh, ticket sales or something yeah. that dictate which of those appear. Or where those movies, it might be where those movies are in their top 250 thing they do or something, or mm-hmm. maybe it's done that way. But he's he does recent seeping and like a bunch of stuff recently. Yeah. The was, news, he was in the newsroom recently. Yeah, he's great. Uh, HBO show. Um, he's got to be, what is he, 31. He was born in 31, so what is that? That's 80, shit, that's old. He's old. <laughs> Gene Hackman has no excuse. This guy's still working. Still out there. Rocking the audio it. equivalent of Scott throwing up his hands after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. All right, here's some angry acting. Do they know me? Who is they? Do they know me? I don't know what you're talking about. Jeez. God, slow it down, fellas. <laughs> wow. So good. I, Hackman yelling is something to behold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a special oh, yeah. kind of yelling. I feel like that guy at home would have been scary as shit if you were his kid. Oh, who who took my cereal bowl? Like just. Oh yeah. Ryan, did you take out the trash like I asked you to? No. If he was your grandpa. Oh man. And, and I don't know, like you spilled his coffee or something. Yeah. Oh my god. Right, right. Put down my curly toupee. I need that for my Superman movies. <laughs> right. Speaking of speaking of coffee, would you ever accept a, a coffee from a thermos from an old man? No. 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 Yeah, me either. No. Okay, just curious. Especially not one that uh, I think is trying to kill me. Right. <laughs> Want some thermos coffee? Oh, no, no. I'm good. I don't trust I only have one cup. We're going to have to share it. Uh, here's uh, Prom Night with Ibit is all I have to describe this. I don't, oh, I don't have any go. other backstory. I just know that this was something recorded on Prom Night. So here you go. Your collar, your belt, your zipper. Get rid of your clothes, all of them. Oh, man. There's this no, that was oh, good, too. Yeah, that was not the clip I was expecting. Not me either. Totally me either. fine with that. Okay, good. Uh, I can't believe you missed it. I almost want to. I almost want to direct your attention to it. Which one was He's it? He's gone past that scene because it was right has around he, the time yeah. of the um, yeah. the your. Uh, they've been tracing you as far back as the union worker strike or whatever it was. What you, right, right. What did he say? I forget. What was Will Smith says to one of the guys, "Brian, you still jacking off in the shower?" Oh, yeah. I missed that. Right. Yep. Yeah. His name yeah. was Brian. Lost opportunity. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! How. I failed. I failed. Wow. Yeah, that was it. That was during the. I remember the line, but it didn't occur to me that his name was Brian. I mean, it's perfect. I I was so expecting that to come up. I even had a comeback ready for it. That was that was comeback. That was hot. Yeah, let's hear your comeback anyway. As if I played it, what were you gonna say? Set it up, Brian. Brian. Uh, 
masturbate in the shower. Yeah. I don't even, of course, I don't even need to use the crowd anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know we were going to go there. Uh, saved a fortune on grout. How's there you that? go. There even better. Does. So, so uh, I, it was like hiding in plain sight. I, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> it totally was, yeah. Uh, here's Japan lady getting all stoked. Okay, there's that. Wow. Their computer tactical surveillance system sounds like Frogger. That sounds like Frogger to me. Why did they? Why did they use Frogger sounds? I don't know. I don't know. I was irritated by that. Well, it's like the whole thing with the video game. Well, I mean, it's computer sounds, but for video game things, every game sounds like Atari Pac-Man when you're when you're on a TV show or movie. Yep. Right. Yep. It's unfortunate. Apparently, that's the one that they have free license to. Ooh, Atari Pac-Man is so bad. <laughs> oh, it's such a piece of garbage. Uh, all right, here's the famous line. I always remember this from this movie. This is this was the big tagline in the trailers. I blew up the building. Why? Because you made a phone call. I remember that always. <laughs> why? Why was it funny though? I couldn't figure it out. I laughed, but I couldn't figure out why. It was it's funny. just funny because you you destroy your entire everything because right. he called somebody at the gas call. station. Yeah. Right. Um, I love Hackman's laugh is what I wrote here. I don't hate senior citizens. <laughs> I just love his <laughs> <laughs> right. I just want to spend time with out him. Of nowhere. It was out of nowhere, too, that you want to take a shot at me? Like, yeah. <laughs> there, you guys are getting along. You're talking. You're having food together. Why are you asking him if he wants to hit you now? Yeah, it was weird. They it was were... purely for that line. Purely for yeah. that line. Yep. Uh, Krista sucks is what I wrote here. Yeah, hello. Could you send somebody up to my room, please? Yes, this is Krista, the congressman's aide. Who gives a shit? Go home. I hate you. <laughs> uh, what is she all demanding about? Just say my TV's not working. Could someone come up and look at it? Thanks so much. You don't have to be a, a raunch about it. Guess who I am? She can't watch Family Feud. I guess so. That's all that would be on that time of day. You're right. Uh, that's oh, hey, that sex. I want to watch Ray Combs on Family Feud. <laughs> I just did it with a really gross man. Right. <laughs> Can't get clean. Yeah, it's not coming off. All right, here's the uh, bulldog from Frasier. So another another cameo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here's him. He was in there doing his thing. I want to know who authorized its use. We checked it out from inventory. And for what purpose? <laughs> Wake up, you guys! Wake up! <laughs> I thought that guy might have been the guy from Frasier who was the sports. He was. It, it is. Bulldog. Yeah, it's in Bulldog. Yeah. He is Bulldog. Him? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Bulldog from Frasier. Yep. All right. Good. Well, yeah. then I feel better. You that's what I thought it was. Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> good job. Uh, let's see. What's on it? I don't know what this is. What's on it? Your ugly ass face is on it. Oh, all right. That was a good line. Uh-huh. Your ugly ass face was on it. Okay. How about this final one? This is just a great shit. I love a good okay. shit, you know, like okay. a good yelled shit. Yeah. Here's a sure. good one. Shit. It's a good one. <laughs> That is good. Yeah. I mean, it's we've got a lot of those, and that's up there, but I think, I mean, I've got so many of these. He got all four letters in that four-letter word. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, right. Here's a good shit. Shit! That's probably the best shit. Yeah, yes. that's the best one. That's the one I use for, if p- if we find something on IMDb we think is fake, like all the, oh, by the way, this, again, in the IMDb trivia, oh. uh, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, um, Mel Gibson, all considered for the main role. Shit! That's what I say to that. Can I can I give you the worst trivia ever? Yeah. Because this this film has some really trivial trivia. Uh, things like the building that serves as Brill's workplace was originally a Dr Pepper plant. <laughs> wow. Right. 
Maybe a very pepper plant. A very pepper plant. Boxing is on television in four separate scenes. Ooh. Yeah, I saw that. I couldn't. I, I, I was trying to understand the meaning of it, and I was like, eh. I would drink. Okay. I would drink berry pepper instead of Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Hello. I would. I would totally okay, do it. But here's the. I swear, you listen to this one too. <laughs> right. Capture. But here is by far the most uh, trivial piece of trivial. Uh, Gene Hackman's character's name, Brill, is very similar to his character in The Conversation. What was it's his a name similar there? character. Oh, I gotcha. It's not okay. a similar name. Right. It's a similar character. That's Gene Hackman once played a role kind of like this one. Yeah. No, Imagine that. Yeah. You know what trivia I wanted to see? I wanted to know what exactly was on fire in that kitchen that yeah. uh, Jason was oh, running yeah, through. Yeah, what did he spill? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what was going on in that kitchen that created that big kitchen fire? Or was they filming a, an episode of Kitchen Nightmare? Could have been. During that time. And that might have <laughs> yeah. been too early for that, but yeah. Could have been. I don't, uh, yeah, what, uh, where, who keeps fuel in the... Uh, yeah. In the break room, in the oh, cleaning, be, in the cleaning closet? butane for the for the sternos, the butane for the sternos. Okay, sure, I guess. Come on, it's a hotel uh, <laughs> catering area. All right, sterno all over you the place. Got me. There's you got me. There's sterno everywhere. You, know, you don't you have drink to drink a little bit, rub it a little bit. <laughs> Man, there's some funny pictures of berry pepper. Sorry, while you were, yep. uh, <laughs> well, I'm just have a berry pepper hole. <laughs> I've got oh, a berry pepper hole. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh that just oh. sounds so great Barry Pepperhole it's fun to say <laughs> he's, he's a funny looking guy because of that extra face over oh, his eyes yeah. he has a whole other face oh, right, right. built into the top of his face Yeah, and I didn't know this down. was going to be a Barry Pepper entertainment hour I love it I love Barry Pepper getting some spotlight here there's nothing wrong with that it's great sure. he, needs, he needs his time in the sun uh, here's uh, the, this thing because this time Uh, the film sack checklist just handed to me. A lingerie store with mostly naked sales clerks. Check. Mm. Uh, finally, Jake Busey and Barry Pepper working together. Check. And finally, Gene Hackman is a badass in black rim glasses. Check. Uh, check. Star Trek connections. There are two notable ones. Dan Butler, who played Schaefer in this. I don't I don't know who Schaefer was. Uh, in Voyager, played set, uh, played Steph, an imposter, and Tom Paris in the episode Via Visa V. He's also best known for his role as Robert Bulldog. Oh, it's Bulldog. No, oh, okay. Uh, Briscoe okay. and Frazier. So he's that's there that guy. Uh, Brian Markinson played attorney Brian Blake in TNG. Played Vorin in DS9. Played Elias Geiger and in Voyager played Sulin. I was hoping he would faces. play Brian in Star Trek. That, that would be <laughs> totally played like Brian. his thing. Exactly. I refuse to play any character still, name. Still uh, jacking up in the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek stuff, I'd give it, or sorry, soundtrack grade, I'd give it a KZBN for kind of zimmery, but not. So there's that. Hey, <laughs> yeah, the and, and the supporting score to that was all the Christmas music in all the stores, right? Yep. They wanted to be diehard in this thing, I think. Yeah. A little bit of diehard vibe with, uh, with the Christmas time stuff. Uh, never How felt does that like... work? Did they, did they pay for that? I mean, when you play audio that's being streamed through store speakers, do yes. you pay for that, I wonder? Yes. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the Christmas music's... Oh, nearly a hundred percent of the stuff that's that's the stuff we associate with Christmas. That's all right. like public domain. Public domain, yeah. right, right? So like you can't. So you could play Silent Night anywhere you want, sing it anywhere you want, play it, record it, whatever. Nobody owns the rights to that stuff anymore. There was um, a couple of large gaps of no music at all 
I was kind of in, impressed with some of those, like the Lisa Bonet scene when they're yeah. in the restaurant. Yeah. It's very quiet. I like that in movies when, yeah. I, when they can pull that off. Like part of the reason No Country for Old Men works for me. Maybe that's what that guy was in. Anyway, uh, <laughs> is uh, there's zero soundtrack, really. There's this little bit of a, kind of a drone at the beginning and at the end, but that's it. And the rest of the movie is soundtrackless and it really, really effective in that particular mm-hmm. film. I love that movie. Anyway, hey, Twitter post is where you guys sum it up in 140 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Enema of the stake. Will Smith <laughs> is wasted in a role that was clearly written for Martin Lawrence. And come to think of it, the director should have been Michael Bay. Whoa. You almost couldn't have told the difference. Uh, seriously, I hate to say <laughs> yeah. this, but this this is a yeah. this is a Michael Bay like Tony Scott production mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Brian Dunaway, you're next. Enemy of the state. Like this movie is either very smart or incredibly stupid. Probably the latter. Yeah. Probably the latter. <laughs> yeah. Always take the latter. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Enemy of the state. There must be song. Oh, let me try this again. Oh. Enemy of the state. There must be something wrong with the NFL. <laughs> My God. <laughs> One more time. Hold right. on. I'm transcribing. Give me a second to catch up. <laughs> Enemy of the state. There must be something wrong with the Netflix transfer of this film. In all the NSA scenes, all I see is black and green. Mm. <laughs> nice. Oh, I thought it was going to be something about the NFL. I got thrown off by your I know. Well, I was That's looking good. ahead at the NSA, and I was saying NFL or NSA instead of Netflix and NFLix, and <laughs> it was just getting all messed up. And when you write it, it makes sense, stepped right? Up, stepped all over my own jokes. It's all good. I, I literally I, I've ran across this so many times when you write something. It sounds one way or hey, when you actually say it out loud, you can re- you don't realize Netflix, NSA, <laughs> and NFL is all gonna like get jumbled. Right. I actually right. rehearse. Sometimes I will at least say it out loud at least one time before yeah. we do yeah, the I, show. I rehearse my uh, opening a couple right. times just to yeah. see how it sounds, how it plays, uh, how it plays, shot. see how the cat responds. Is that the thing in there? <laughs> right. Come yes. here, kitty. I got some for you. <laughs> she gives me the claws up, then I know we're good to go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, look at this. Just hand it to me. This is the uh, alternate titles. Uh, there's a bonus one here. Let's start with these two. The Bugged Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> uh, or The Adventures of Gene Hackman. Get it? Because he's a hacker man. And then the right. one that almost made the cut was Blender Off Dead. All right, I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Yeah, like better off dead. See, was right. yeah. I was gonna go shot to the neck and Barry's to blame. You give Pepper a bad name. <laughs> That's pretty good. It'd be too long. It's like the coward Robert Ford who shot Jesse James. Right. Or it reminded me of this one thing that I wish wasn't in the film because it just ruined a lot for me. What's that? And that's the sad dog running yes. beside the car. Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I actually just... I captured that and I reversed it so it was happy. Oh, good. It was like, finally, my owner's car is emerging from right. the water. That's yeah, great. you're home. <laughs> Welcome back, Grandpa. What are these pills? All right. Email. I don't know why he's called him Grandpa. Email. Uh, we got an email here from JHJK. I don't know hmm. what that stands for or means, or maybe it's his name. Yeah. He says, what's up? All right. 90s. He hey, says, 2000s. hello, Almost Film Sack crew. Scott, Ryan, Brandt. Brand- Scott, Brandy, Brian, and Brian. He's got the order wrong, so it threw me off. I just listened to your synopsis of Project X, and I'm shocked that you guys did not bring up how tropey that flight simulator was 
I hate mm. movies that show video games that look better than anything we've seen or played at those or played at those times. And those simulators were straight out of Lawnmower Man. Anyway, I digress, but I would not figure out, or what I could not figure out was what uh, would gross Scott Johnson out in this movie. I mean, honestly, my best guess would have been how to smell filming in the confined space where they kept the monkeys. But when Scott mentioned how they do-do in the back of the black diapers, P-U. Keep on sacking, dudes. J-H-J-K. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. No, I, I we should have probably talked more about those simulators, but in 1987, or was that right? Seven, yeah, I think it was eight. That was some pretty advanced stuff you were looking at there graphically, right. and they were probably using um, like government simulation video because they they do they had I mean actually right up here at the Lockheed place near us they have these or they did I don't know if they do now but they had great big machines that you would roll in and and had this kind of graphic treatment and that was right. state of the art back in the day so. I I was kind of, I was I was kind of the opposite. I was kind of impressed that they got that for that movie because eighty seven is a long ass time ago. Those you know? those simulators are really nothing more than uh, it looked like they've been modified elephant rides like you'd have outside Kmart or Walmart. <laughs> I mean that's what it looked like to me. Oh, but, right, yeah. <laughs> well, the actual little, devices, yeah, basically little spaceships. Yeah, sure, right. sure. The screen, there's just the video itself. I don't think was even on those things. I think that was. Well, I mean, it may have been on a screen. Shot separately. Yeah, right. yeah, and that, and that's was okay, impressive for its time. The, all the flight sim stuff at that time, if you uh, commercially like at home, they just didn't exist. There was no such thing, right? And so, it looked, very much looked like the uh, first ones of flight simulator, right? The Microsoft. Yeah. Oh yeah, and those were bad. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. those were yeah. bad. But that's the day. That's when we. That's that's eight when... polygons. We can show up to eight polygons <laughs> on screen at How once. How many polygons? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> the original Microsoft Flight Simulator for PC. I don't know when it came out. I can't remember precisely now. Mm. But you, I thought um, it. Huh? Can't you play that in Excel if you type the right thing into a, oh, into a cell, into the right formula? Interesting. I don't know. That's a good can? question. You can. Yes. I Is think it, so. Do you, do you type in uh, this movie equals monkey? Was it? That's the formula? <laughs> you type project X and it equals and boom. Right. <laughs> and both. There okay. you go. You're simulating. Okay, I just looked it up. It came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. Wow! So 1982. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, it was uh, Flight Simulator 1.0, 82. You're right. The one that that really like you know took it to the next level for me was Flight Flight Simulator 4, which mm-hmm. came out in 89. I thought that was as good as video games ever needed to look. Yeah, like, right, right. That was it. Could cool. not a game couldn't look better. You had the whole. Uh, the whole dashboard of the plane across the mm. bottom of the screen. And it just looks so realistic to me. Yeah. And now it looks like complete garbage, total yeah. garbage. Right. So, so here's the deal. If you have uh, Microsoft Excel 97, unfortunately this does not work in later versions. Aww. You create a new worksheet, press uh, F5, then type X97 colon L97 and press enter. Press the tab key, hold down control and shift and left click the chart wizard toolbar <laughs> icon. <laughs> All while balancing on one No foot. way. That's awesome. Right. I love that. You know that. what's easier than that? Just download Just a buying, simulator. Buying yeah. Simulator. Good lord. Yeah. So the last does- the last version of this game, by the way, um, that, that was called Flight Simulator, was called Flight Simulator X Acceleration. That came sure. out in 2007. Yeah. And then yeah. we got Microsoft Flight a few years ago in 2012. And there has not been anything since. It does say here that Lockheed Martin bought the uh, source code. And all right, the intellectual right. property, 
uh, it doesn't. Oh, in 2009 to use for whatever they're doing, and that's what I'm thinking of is Lockheed Martin, not what are the other ones right, I said. But right. anyway, um, that's not a thing anymore so much. I mean, they're simulation and having sticks and VR helmets now and tracking stuff. That's all the rage. But Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator is no longer part of the the thing. That the used brain. to be the deal, yeah. man. My- and Microsoft Flight is wonderful. I think it's free now. I think you can just go yeah, get it free from too. Microsoft. Yeah. And uh, and fly around the Big Island. Oh my gosh! Look at that 1.0 screen. Holy! <laughs> yeah, isn't that <laughs> great? I can still hear those. I can Ooh. still hear those sound effects. Oh, that's so bad. That's not even VGA. Yep. What is that? That's like two colors. Yeah. <laughs> well, Holy it shit! Bad. Like I say, it stayed bad until 4.0, and then. With 4.0 and 89, you had things like Shadows, and, and oh, I thought that was such a good-looking game at the time. Yeah, right. Well, you we'll can see. buy uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator X Steam Edition for a mere $25. Is that all? Well, get on it then, everybody. Go fly some simulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's a... Actually, that's a Just pretty watch game. out for that. Watch out for that uh, big uh, Mr. Coffee on a stick uh, that's raising up out of the floor behind you. Yeah, no yes. Right, right. Uh, that that's a pretty game. I'm looking at X. That's nice. That looks all right. That is a nice, isn't? Yeah, that's a nice. It's about damn time. Oh, video games. How far you've come thanks in a short amount email. of time. Yeah, thanks for the email, uh, JHJK. You can send your own emails to filmsack at gmail.com. I don't know what our next movie is. Do you know? Oh, I'll tell you. Okay. Our oh. next movie is Lost in Space. Oh, the bad oh, new one. Lost Joey and Joey space. Tribbiani. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Joey's in Gary space. Oldman and William Hurt. Uh, headline this reboot of the 1960s sci-fi series. I am. Did you guys watch the TV show back in the day with Robbie uh, Robot? Yes. But warning, danger, not. danger. That guy, yeah. yeah. I did. I, and I thought that was great. And I really wanted this movie to be good. And I remember hating it in the theater. So I think it's perfectly sackable. But I am kind of dreading it because I remember not liking it. But I think oh, it's... Oh, really? Well, the Party yeah, of Girl is in this too, right? Uh, Chabert, yeah. Lucy Chabert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Le, Le Chabert. Mean Girls? Le Chabert. Yep, yep, yep. Mean Girls. Oh yeah, <laughs> this wife. is and this is before she she was only like she was super young in this one too. So mm-hmm. yeah, she was yep, a little yep. kid. Now she's yep. a horrible person, a grown woman. <laughs> Those people in that show, <laughs> I can't stand that show. But yes, that's uh, our next film. Then is that so? Uh, watch for Lost in Space coming soon to this feed near you. Uh, Filmsack.com is our website. You can find us there and all the things there that you need to get us and find us and have us and do us film sack <laughs> secrete us from your orifices and right to keep us right. square in your crotch crotch pit anyway film sack at gmail.com is our email address we're on twitter at film sack and uh you can find other great shows at film sack or frogpants.com so go check that out as well and leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast that's gonna do it for us for me for brian for brian and for randy huh we'll see you next time Head jokes. <laughs> <laughs>